Welcome back to the Gentle Fatherhood Podcast, the podcast that is designed to illuminate a man's self-worth. Throughout these podcasts, you'll be given information and tools to really delve into who you are as a man and what you want to do to be able to become who you want to be. Let's get into today's episode. And as always, much love. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Gentle Fatherhood Podcast. Today is another another guest, another amazing guest, and another man that is going to give you some insight of what a journey is, what it is to embody what you are teaching, and what it is like to be a, the embodiment of a true man, I believe, in my reality. So let's welcome Mr. Luke Salmon, mate. How are you? Good man, thanks for the introduction. Really, really good. Most welcome, most welcome. It's a uh, mate pleasure to have you on. I think it's um, it's been long overdue. I know we only connected recently, but I uh, I know personally for myself, I've looked up to your content and I've looked up to the uh, message that you're putting across because I've only I, I like I'm new to this. Like I've only been doing it for the last six seven months, and um, yeah, I've been following your content for for most of that time and. Uh, yeah, for us to finally connect and then now to finally have a chat about your journey. I'm, um, yeah, I'm excited and firstly honored as well. Beautiful. Thanks, man. And um, interesting too, because like even over the last six, seven months when you have connected, my whole messaging is changing as well. So I'm excited to dive into what that what that's looked like for me as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's start with that. If you had to give, say, like two, three sentences of um, who you are as a being, what would you say? What, how would you describe yourself, who you are, like, yeah, what, yeah, let's say who you are. What a great question. Who am I as a being? Uh, for me as a being, I would, I would say that me, Luke, that's my name. That's not who I am. But as a being, I am someone connected to my feminine, connected to my masculine. So in that, I'm able to operate from my mind as what society would perceive as the male, as the masculine in society that create things but also i'm very in tune with my emotions spiritual essence my heart so for me i would say if you really sum me up it's like it's integration and embodiment of masculine feminine energy yeah yeah amazing um and that is a message that a lot of men can take on as as i'm sure you're aware like a lot of men do neglect or do um not even worry about their real feminine side and don't truly want to embody that side of them so yeah for them to hear about this journey and hear about who you are as a man and they can see that yeah a man does encompass their feminine side and does allow that feminine energy to come in they will be able to say okay cool yeah this is what a true man is so yeah i i reckon i reckon we let's just dive straight into this journey because i've i've been keeping up to date with your amazing podcasts and that um that first podcast you did was just amazing to listen to firstly just um, yeah, just to sit back and listen to the journey that you have gone through, but yeah, let's, let's dive into it. Where would you like to start? Cool. Let's, um, let's start about, I think I can summarize in like the last four years of my life. So for me, the main aspects of my journey, probably looking at like growth has been very much exacerbated in the last four years. So I transitioned at the age of 21 out of the, I guess the system of schooling university so i did two and a half years of an engineering degree at that stage i was a part-time personal trainer 
at that stage also, I had a mentor who was seven years older than me who gave me a Tony Robbins book. He's like, you need to read this Tony Robbins book. And I was like, cool, I can, I can do this. So at 21, I'm in this place of like, yep, uni is the thing for me. I'm going on to be a biomedical engineer. I'm going to create uh, prosthetic spines to help people who have had like car accidents or trauma related uh, crashes where they can't use their legs anymore. So I'm like, cool, I'm going to go on to do this. But the way I was learning the rigidity of it, I was like, I'm fucking sick of like slaving my ass for 40 hours at uni, making some income on the side through my personal training. I don't feel like I'm expanding so much. I'm just like receiving information, regurgitating and tests. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I see this like whole corporate ladder thing they got to do. I'm like, it's not for me. So my mentor at the time was just this example of like, didn't finish a degree, didn't finish high school. And he's just this PT earning six figures. And I was like, oh, this is, this is something different. So once I read the Tony Robbins book, I was like, yeah, I've got to go. 21 years old for my birthday, got a ticket to his first seminar. Uh, went to that and was like, there are so many people out here who think differently. I'm like, I thought it was just me. At this stage, I'm like, right, I'm out of university. I'm going full in on personal training. At the same time, my mentor was like, hey, do you want to start a business with me? Let's start a gym. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. And at the first sort of knowledge of that, I was like, nah, engineering, it's still my sort of safety net. And I went like, nah, I'm going all, all in now. We built a, a gym, built it to six figures in like six, seven, uh, sorry, multiple six figures in like six, seven months. Then went on over about 18 months to build it to a seven figure business. In that journey though, I kept working on myself, even though like I was doing things like NLP, hypnotherapy, I was diving into more of Tony Robbins work. It wasn't directly relating to the business, so to speak. I wasn't necessarily looking at professional development. It was more like my own inner journey working on my mind. In that though, when I was taking clients and building the business, I just had this deeper level of awareness. My PT sessions turned from 30 minute, like let's focus on your body to this is a counseling session. Let me actually work out what's happening within you so that you can adhere to why you're actually here. So through that journey, just continued to work on myself. And then I started sort of like the last two years, I was like, huh, I don't actually think I'm going to be doing this for a long time anymore. This idea of building a business is great. However, I actually do want some more freedom. I want to not be really in four walls. I don't want to have a team of 11 people under me. At this stage, I'm like 22, 23 years old. I'm like, I want a little bit more freedom. Started to see like people starting to pop up in the coaching space. I'm like, this is cool. Like there's these people doing this, working online, having deeper impact. So at that stage, I, I guess I felt restricted in the impact I could have. I wanted to work deeper with the mind, deeper with emotions. In COVID last year, I was in Bali at a retreat, eight-day retreat, uh, which was like a deep embodiment retreat, doing breath work, going into deep emotional healing, had some profound experiences. And then as we left the retreat, that's when like the world went into lockdown. It was like, you come home 14 days in quarantine. I was like, hmm, something doesn't feel right here. I'm meant to come home four days later. I was coming home so early because we had a challenge party. Like we did 40 day challenges at the gym. It's coming home to do that. I couldn't even go to that. So I might just stay a little bit longer. Then I realized, fuck, like this is the perfect time to actually go in on what I want to do now. The world is in chaos. Everyone's in fear. I'm just like fully cracked open. What is my, like, what is my purpose right now? And for me, it's to go all in on this coaching business online. So met a business partner at the same retreat. We ended up staying in Bali for like five weeks building this business, literally had nothing. I was like, I let go of income. I let go of the shares of my gym, own 25% of it. I was like, I'm, I'm actually just letting go of this. I don't want this right now. I can know that this is my journey and not have to hold on to anything else. Then it got a little bit intense in Bali. Things were locking down, decided to come back to Australia. 
that was March last year, March, April. Then up until December last year, built that business to six figures, was like, okay, what am I actually here to do? It's empowerment, working these six, six week online immersions. The transition for me happened at that retreat too. It was a, it was a shift from some mindset focus to, huh, what's, what's all this emotional work we can do? What is spirit? What is God? Like all these pieces that I had probably overlooked in the past and had an intellectual understanding of. I went into the actual embodiment of these things and it was a deeper connection to my feminine. December last year, that business then for me fell out of alignment. I wasn't actually fully aligned to what I wanted to do. So let go of that. And the start of this year completely shifted again. It's like, what am I actually here for? What have I obtained a level of mastery in my life? I'm going to continue. And it was embodiment. So then I started working with um, facilitators and coaches to help them, I guess, expand more in their life as opposed to strategize and build a business. It's like, who actually are you? What is the essence of who you are and how you show up as a coach or facilitator. And then over the last, I guess, three weeks, I have then completely shifted again because I was like, I was so in my feminine. Now's the time for me to actually step back into my masculine. I was like, what about when I was building the gym, how I was just showing up on a daily basis at the stage, I was disconnected from my body and my emotions. I was going at it so hard. But over the last 12 months, I'm like, I've, I've let go of some of those aspects to myself and probably disown them at a subconscious level so i was like hmm this now gets to be integrated and i fully just let go i was like all this spiritual community who i've been so close with i actually crave tangibility and our beautiful one of our beautiful mentors tom clark is just the beautiful mirror of that so much awareness of that but operates in the 3d and i was like i was shifted probably on the other side of like i've got awareness but i'm going to operate in the 5d and try to also be in the 3d so it was like line in the sand actually i'm here for more 3d and that has completely shifted who I'm actually here to work with now is coaches, facilitators, people in business, also the everyday, I guess, the average individual uh, who are focusing on success, but deeper to that, they actually crave fulfillment. So it's like, I'm going to go at it. I'm going to build a business. I'm going to be successful. And it's like, brother, like you're, you're trying to get to this island. You're swimming to the island. However, you could stop, build a boat and actually just sail across there, take some friends, go out there and experience the island with a boat as opposed to like burning yourself out. So for me now, it's like actually going back to the 3D, the everyday human, also people who are in business, let's actually look at what fulfillment is in your life. And it's not just your business, in your relationships and your ability to give yourself leisure time as well. So that's been the journey. Yeah. And what a fucking journey that is. That was such <laughs> a pleasure just to sit here and listen to. That was, yeah, that was amazing. And Firstly, good on good on you for having the courage to be able to do all of that and step into, um, yeah, your divine self and realize that this business isn't working, so I'm going to try this. And then, no, this doesn't align to me anymore, so I'm going to let go of that and I'm going to try this. And that's a message that can be sent across to anyone. If you do feel like anything is unaligned to you, then it doesn't have to stay with you. Like you can choose to progress and literally let down your walls and step into any type of being that you want to be. So yeah, man, well done. Unreal. It's um, a pleasure to listen to that story. And I guess my next question for that is, I, yeah, I was going to ask about that recent transition because that was awesome to watch on social media. What's, what's going to encapsulate that change? Like how are you going to provide that to the, uh, the coach, the facilitator, the everyday guy, that wants to find out about fulfillment, what, what are you going to provide in that sense? Yeah, cool. So the, the whole trend, the, the whole transition of that was 
I guess, first of all, it came from the way I was actually showing up and it was like, cool, be the person that can be so in their heart, be the, like, I guess the feminine example. So that's how I was showing up. And what was actually happening was it was pushing those people away. It's like, perhaps at a deeper level, they're the type of people who want to experience that in their life, but they're actually not attracted to me being so in my feminine essence, but it's probably the thing that they need. So when I look at the everyday human or the business owner or the coach or the facilitator who is so focused on success, generally there is a polarization in their masculine energy. So, so in the masculine and perhaps a toxic level of masculine as well. It's like, I'm going to be so focused, so directional, so purposeful, which is great. However, they're not letting, I guess, the essence of the feminine come in. So this whole disconnect from their emotions, this whole disconnect from the ability to actually surrender and to trust in life. So I guess looking at it and especially working with men, it's like, good, there's a connection to our purpose. However, that's not also going to take away from our ability to feel pleasure, the ability to feel love in our life. So for me, the, the, the whole encapsulation of it would be like, let's actually connect to our feminine, but not in a way that actually gives your power away to being a man. Because a lot of men are like, I'm a fucking man, but mm-hmm. let's also incorporate some softness and surrender, some connection to our emotions into that. So I guess, yeah, in that, that's, that's true for business. That's true for their personal lives. That's true for their relationships. So what I've been really looking at is, yes, there is, a level in business and it's that whole to do hustle to die i get it however we can also hustle but let's also stay connected to our heart and let's also compartmentalize our life so that our business is not carrying over into our relationships into our weekend let's have a connection to our pleasure and our leisure yeah yeah amazing yeah for sure and that was a lesson that i learned very recently is weekends are my time like i've been diving into this business and being a new business owner in the last six months I was just straight in my masculine, just all systems go up until 12 a.m. Like most nights, just pumping out content. And it got to like, say, two months into this. And I was like, am I sure that I really want to do this? And I took a step back and I've gone, well, you do, you know your purpose, but you're just way too much in your masculine, man. You need to jump back into that feminine and really allow things to come through. Would you have any advice to uh, a man, man or woman, I guess, if a man was looking to um, enter into his feminine, would you have any actionable steps for him to be able to do so? Or if he's looking to get into his masculine, would you have any actionable steps on him to be able to do that as well? Yeah, cool. Sorry, the first little bit cut out. So you're saying if someone's in their masculine, getting into their feminine first? Yeah, yeah. And then also if uh, they want to get into their, if they're in the feminine, if they want to jump into their masculine, vice versa, if you have any actionable steps. Epic. So uh, I guess the the first step is like awareness of the masculine and feminine. For a man in his masculine who's disconnected from his feminine, there may be a lack of awareness for what the, the feminine essence actually is, or there is a reason why they are, I guess, pushing the feminine away as well. So for me, and when I transitioned largely into my feminine, I had to work through traumas and beliefs that were... I guess, playing out resistance to the feminine essence. So for me, it was like, okay, the feminine is too much. Okay. The feminine is chaotic. The feminine doesn't get anything done. So for me, it was an inner process of like, okay, that could be true, but what is the actual beauty in that? And so for me, it was going on deeper emotional work to then start to release some of the beliefs around that and see that it's actually okay. When I did that, 
I largely got rid of beliefs that like I'm unsafe to actually be in my body. Part of the feminine essence is to be safe in our body. So I had to move through the resistance. Like I can't actually be in my body as a man. I've been told not to cry. I've been told it's not okay to feel angry. I've told, been told to suppress my sexual energy. So moving through that, it was like, oh, actually this is safe to do so. And all that resistance you had, it's just been built up stories and examples of models who haven't been the best exa- uh, model of the masculine or feminine to you. So for me, it was like, how can I connect to my body? How can I move through the beliefs that are giving me a level of resentment towards the feminine? So for me, breath work was one of the things actually going and starting to access those emotions. When I did do this work, it was like the first time I cried in 12 years. It was like when I had that first, wow, like I have been so disconnected from my sadness to be able to cry. And then that was just the catalyst for me to actually start to experience more of my emotions. So the, the first piece is like, let's work at an emotional level. Let's also look at the beliefs that are, I guess, uh, pushing us away and having us hold resent towards the feminine. So strategy, emotional work, working on our beliefs. Uh, in that as well, I had to see that uh, the greater perspective. It's like, cool, if I want to be a man and want to have the dream partner, want to have the dream business, who do I actually have to start being now? If I'm going to be so masculine and only masculine, I'm going to be cutting off the part of me that is going to allow women, my partner, to actually feel safe around me. So the transition was like awareness. I actually get to start being more in my feminine so that the feminine will actually feel safe around me because I am connected to my feminine energy myself. Okay. So there's a couple of strategies, working on beliefs, working on emotions, and actually seeing the perspective of, well, do I just want to be a masculine for the rest of my life? Or do I have this this story running that at some stage I will do this and I will change. Let's actually start to work on the change now for the other way around. So this is, I guess this is my, my most recent transition is being more in my feminine coming back to my masculine. So I look at it again at the level of beliefs and emotions. So as I started to go deeper into the emotions, I was going into more processes. I was like, cool, I'm surrendering to the emotion. However, that in itself was perhaps creating addiction to my emotions to feel like I was suffering basically. I was like, I need to feel my sadness. I need to feel my anger. I need to keep searching for these things. So in that transition, it was like actually the awareness that maybe I'm addicted to this and I don't actually need to feel this. I'm the one that's actually creating this story around the suffering and the trauma. So for me, it looked like let's actually not focus on being in my body and being so focused on emotional processes. Let's actually come back to the mind for me. When I was in my feminine, I disowned the power of my mind or disowned what my mind could actually do. So for me, it was like, let's actually come back to when I was more in my mind. What were some of the things that I was doing? And I was like so much more committed to efficiency. I had to shift my values back to performance. I was like, I'm not necessarily performing in my feminine. I'm just like creating space to flow and, and be so in the process. So for me, it was that whole value shift. And to be able to, to revisit what life was like for me. So it was more structure in my life. Okay, let's actually adhere to a schedule more. Let's actually start to instill habits and routines. Let's have a level of follow through. Let's not leave things open and expansive. Let's like close this off and bring it to a completion. But for me, the integration of the two now is like, let's not only be masculine at one swing of the pendulum. Let's not only be feminine and feel and be in the process. What is the happy middle ground for me? And I guess that's that's what my journey has been. It's like, Luke, you don't have to be this or this. Let's actually find where this sits for you. Perhaps it's going to be more in my masculine more of the time. And then outside of business, it's going to be probably more connected to my feminine with my partner and my leisure. And that's where I'll give myself space to just sit in stillness and not necessarily have to do. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that is 
bang on. <laughs> like I'm going to advice on for myself <laughs> how to step mm. in and vice versa. So thank you for that. Uh, that is okay. advice that any type, any, any person, man or woman can listen to that and understand how to either step into the feminine or step into the masculine. And uh, I, I, I wanted to ask you this question because I experienced my first part of this with Mr. Ryan Poulter. Shout out, Mr. Ryan Poulter. I know you're listening. Uh, good old breath work and the amazing benefits it has. I, uh, a, a quick story. I went down to the transformer at the start of this year and I hadn't met Ryan before, but we've spoken a little bit and we got an Airbnb to get up. And the first, first thing was open the door, massive hug, massive grin on his face. And it's just like, Hey man, do you want to come do some cacao? We'll go in the lounge room and do some breath work. I was just like, okay. Yep. Sure. Never done this in my life. <laughs> yeah, sure. And, uh, yeah, that was, it was amazing. It was such an amazing experience. So I would like to get your, um, yeah, how much breath work means to you and how much impact it's had on your life. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So Ryan, <laughs> Ryan I love Ryan. It's that, the, the, again, it's that he is the reflection or the connection to his feminine. And it's just like, mm. oh, I feel safe. Oh, like this is intriguing me. I want to do this. This is great. I feel so included. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so Ryan actually came to our retreat in December last year and he had some great, connection to breath and cacao so for me i found breath work three years ago and it was through wim hof it's most people find this wim hof dude and he's like oh it's this crazy crazy ice man he's using the breath to regulate his body temperature he's one of the experiments he did he like got a bacteria or virus injected into his body and he used his breath to fight it off in three hours and it was completely gone in his body i was just like this man is a crazy motherfucker but he uses his breath to overcome the limitations of his body. He's like, yeah, watch me breathe. Like my mindset and my breath, fuck everything else. Like I am in control of the way I feel, the way I be. So when I found him, life was like, I was so on my mask and it was like performance, performance, performance. Do three rounds of this breath and this structure, hold it for as long as I can. I am a performer. I was like, that's what breath work is. I started yoga. I, had, I didn't know what yoga was until like probably a year after I found breath work. And I was like, huh. Oh, stillness oh i'm not actually rigidly moving like weights i'm actually connecting to flow and stillness in my body huh so then i started to find pranayama then at this stage the the deep the mindset work started to have this shift to more somatic work when i say somatic it like, like it refers to the body so more emotional work and i started to attend workshops that focused on release of trauma from the body so i, I found a breath work called holotropic breath work it's a three-hour experience they have massive speakers and subwoofers and you're breathing for three hours straight with someone sitting next to you. You're blindfolded. You're laying on a mattress. You're wrapped up in a blanket. And like this music is moving through your body. And like, for me, it felt like half an hour, but like, I would, I would like just completely go out of this world, come back. And my body was just like shaking trauma. I was like, I didn't even know what this is. Like there is something in me that is just moving through me. So found that. And I was like, Hmm, that's not tangible with everyday life. Then I experienced uh, more circular breath works, which are similar to the holotropic breath work. However, this was more about staying in the body and connecting to the breath to remove trauma, to work through emotions. Then in Bali last year, I went to this retreat. We did like three and four hour breath work journeys, but the shift changed from being laying down to actually being seated in our body. And that's when we get to feel and express our emotions. So in that journey itself, 
It was performance for me. It was connection to spirit and things that were unknown. It was then connection to my emotions and, and releasing trauma from the body. So every day I have a practice of breath work. In the last 12 months, it's been like, oh, I need to feel something today. So I'm going to go into a deeper trauma related breath work that I can move things through the body. Now it's like, actually, I'm feeling good today. Let's actually just amplify myself. Let's use more of the Wim Hof type of breath work. So for me, it's been, how can I perform with the breath? How can I actually start to move emotions through my body and start to release trauma from my body? And how can I just connect to myself on a daily basis? So for me, that's been my own experience. Then being able to facilitate people through breath work and seeing men, same, same story to me, haven't cried in so many years because they've been told not to, seeing them being bro- breaking down in tears, having a feminine facilitator hold them and just like release everything from their body. Breath work is such a, such a powerful tool to rewrite stories, to literally form a deeper connection to who we are. Yeah. And that was exact same experience I had with, with Ryan. I was I, like, I'm familiar with meditation. I've been practicing meditation for a couple of years now, but breath works just a completely different ball game. And I, um, yeah, stepped in into that and he took me on this little journey and I was like, okay, breath work. This is fine. Okay. Why is my tears welling up in my eyes? Why am I, shaking what is going on oh my god and then he was just like yeah just feel it brother and i was just like just letting it all out but um yeah it's such a it's a, such an amazing practice and also to incorporate into um like your daily routines as well like it's it's helped me so much and like you said it doesn't always have to be like an emotional release or a, a trauma release it can just be an enhancing breath work like the wim hof method like you were saying for sure that's um yeah, such a beautiful experience and a beautiful thing to encapsulate in your day-to-day life. And as I'm sure that you can vouch for that it has so many benef- benefits within your system that you've you've seen for sure. 100%. And like even at just a physical level, you're looking at it, it's like stress hormone lowered through breath work, uh, inflammation in the body lowered through breath work, connecting to well, part of it is also connecting to uh, seeing yourself from a different perspective. Like, people will compare breath work to plant medicine journey. Some people will say their breath has taken them deeper because it's changing parts of the brain uh, for you to see yourself outside of your ego. The part of our brain called our default mode network literally like down regulates, which controls how you, how you feel about yourself, your ego. So being able to like connect to maybe 20 minutes of breath, you can see things from a different perspective. So say for something like a business owner or someone who is highly strung and highly stressed, fuck this problem is my world right now. Let's actually drop into breath. Let's detach from our ego for, for a moment and let's see that there's actually a great perspective here and what is this lesson actually here for? What is it? What is the blessing in this? So yeah, breath work can just go down so many rabbit holes and yeah, grateful that I found it three years ago and it's just continued to develop over the, over the last three years. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful I found that as well. It's such a, such a beautiful practice. So what's next? What's next for, what's next for yourself? What's the, the, I guess it's changed over the last couple of years, but what's your, what's your mission for this world? What's your, what's your vision for this world as well? Like what, what are you wanting to do now since you've shifted? Yeah. So my, my greater vision or greater mission is it's, it's, it's multifaceted and multidimensional. So for me, it would be one of the things is connecting, uh, I guess, success and fulfillment and this 3D world with elements of the 5D with our ability to emotionally regulate, with our ability to also be spiritual beings. So for me, it's like this bridge 
in life, my mission is to bring people to this place of like, oh, I can have this and I can also have this and I can bring it together to feel whole. I don't have to be polarized in either way like I have been in the past, but it's actually to bring all that together. So for me, my life and the, the impact I want to have is a level of healing. It's like rewriting the stories and the trauma that people have in their lives, allowing people to feel and experience their power and to to be in a world where they're feeling safe to be fully expressive and fully fully themselves. So for me, how that's looking like over the next year and the next couple of years is part of my goal is to actually have my own retreat center where I can facilitate at a deeper level and have other people facilitate. And I feel is, is the work that gets to be done um, for this real journey where I'm at now. It's a completely, a complete change in how I'm operating, but it is like, I'm sick of seeing so many people in their heads, so disconnected from their body and the wisdom that lies within their body and their emotions. And let's actually bring those people to a deeper level of fulfillment by connecting to that. So uh, I guess how that looks as well in business is starting to work with those types of people in a, in a deeper level. And then I think at the end of this year, I want to start men's retreats as well. So uh, planning over the next six months to perhaps run something at the end of the year. And then that is just going to step into cool. Here's my own retreat center being able, being able to facilitate that. I've also got a deeper connection to um like philanthropic work is like to have an orphanage at some stage as well, or something that's happening in the developing world. When I was 16, I went over to uh, Lima in Peru and I was building stairs and like a community kitchen. Uh, I was just like a school volunteer thing that I decided to go on. And even then I was like, I was really disheartened with, um, I guess the level of privilege that people from Australia had, like we're over here in this developing, like in these shanty towns and like people like I'm fucking tired of this like i just can't do this and for me it was like can you just get outside of yourself for a second actually see how good your life is and that you can contribute something to impact these people's lives so for me that has still been there and another piece of that is like also working with uh it was youth who had just gone down the wrong path they haven't had the examples and role models so at one stage i was like cool i'd like to have an orphanage they can actually go and be exposed to like having a level of like perspective and like wow i actually do have it quite good how can i make my life something more impactful and then being able to create different programs and ways to integrate those people back into society with a new awareness and a deeper level of connection to themselves and what's actually possible so yeah there's there's so many different timelines happening but it's like cool here's the immediate stage for business this is where i want to be with a retreat center and at a deeper level like i really want to impact people in this way as well mm. Wow. Yeah. That's, I've asked that question many a times on this podcast and that's the first time that answer's come up. So yeah, that's very insightful. That's yeah. Thank you for sharing. It's amazing. Um, I have one more question for you and this question, um, I don't know if you listen to the other podcast, you probably have heard it, but what, um, this question can be is a message that I find can help people in so many ways and a message that just comes from within you. So my question to you, is if you could have a conversation with that younger version of Luke that had just stepped into beginning that gym business, if he was standing there right there in front of you right now and over this journey you've had, what would be the conversation that you would have with him? What would you say? Mm, beautiful question. Uh, there would be a few things I'd say to him. One of which would be trust. Just trust that this journey you are on you're exactly where you're meant to be at each stage so rather than trying to hold on to control actually trust that you are in the right place and you're going to be in the place that you feel like you need to be 
um, to just continue to honor your heart, to continue to honor your heart and to show courage, okay? Meet fear with love, with courage and completely go all in on that life. And you are the one that controls just how big you want to play in life and that you are the one that decides on the potential that you want to adhere to. Mm. And that's a that's a beautiful message to finish and everyone to adhere to for sure that's uh yeah beautiful beautiful message yeah thank you thank you for that plug away plug away what you want to promote plug away your socials plug away what's going on let them know what mr salmon has in store for everyone mr salmon is in the building phase at the moment however just head over to my socials it's fulfilled with luke it was previously luke awakened however the last couple of days it is fulfilled with luke uh, because the whole message has changed. So just, yeah, receive content if it's for you. I openly say, like, for some people, this is not the message that you want to hear in different stages of your life. But if you, if you are in this stage of like, yeah, I want to make something in my life, I want to be more successful, it's like I've actually got a different perspective for you to receive. So literally head over to Instagram or Facebook. On Facebook, I'm Luke Salmon. You can also type in the handle Fulfilled with Luke and just start to see what I have on offer. I will promote things at different times through stories or posts. But for, yeah. To, to see if I'm actually resonating with you after listening to this podcast, head over there and just see if, if things are landing. Yeah. Trust me, head over there because every single post that he does, you just like, yeah, that's me right now. Yep. yep I'm fucking <laughs> feeling that. So yeah, like head over. It is full of impact. It is full of wisdom and it is full of yeah love guidance and a journey that you will want to see for sure. So Brother, thank you for jumping on and thank you for sharing so much of your journey. I greatly appreciate it. Mm, it's been a privilege and honor, brother. Cool. Head over to our socials, guys. General Fatherhood, get in contact, send me a message, let me know how amazing Luke is and how amazing this podcast was. And yeah, give us a rating, give us a follow on uh, the podcast as well. And as always, much love and I'll catch you on tomorrow's episode. Bye-bye. Hang on. Just before you finish up on this episode, i got something really, really special to share with you and I can't wait to allow you guys to know what's going on. Over the past couple of months, I've been working on something so special and so impactful for a man and I cannot wait to begin to share it now. The thing that I have been working on is called The Shift. The Shift is designed to illuminate a man's self-worth by allowing them to understand who they are as a man and what they want to become. The shift is open now. So if you have any interest with the content that's being produced, if you have any resistance to the words that I'm saying right now, please reach out. Let's have a chat. Let's see what's going on. And if we believe that we're both an aligned fit, let's do some work. If not, we'll tell each other politely and we'll politely move on our separate ways. Spots are limited for this and they are filling fast. So please get in contact. And as always, much love and I'll catch you on the next episode.